Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number six of the Passion Podcast. My name is Tyler, and today we are joined by a very special guest. She is a junior at ASU, double majoring in biomedical sciences and community health with a minor in Spanish and is also a pre-med student. And we're so excited to have her today to talk a little bit about the craziness that comes with being a pre-med student uh, and so much more. Uh, she is Daniela. Daniela, how are we? Really good, Tyler. How are you? <laughs> I am great. I am great. I'm excited to, to be sitting down and chatting with you. Excited the work day is over. Thank goodness. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. So we'll hop right into it. The first question I always ask, who is Daniela Marquez? <laughs> so I come from background, so I'm a Hispanic. So I'm Mexican-American. I'm really proud of being Latina. And also I come from San Luis, Arizona, which is a really small town from a, I'm a border town area. So it's like crossing from Mexico. I'm literally five minutes away from Mexico. So coming from like a small town to a big city was a big change coming to ASU. So it was like a whole lot like things to do and a whole lot of things to say, but like it has made me a really big change coming to ASU and the biggest decision I ever made. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What kind of made you uh, want to go to ASU? What was that decision like for you? So what made me come to ASU, it was like a big like disputing of like decisions, you know, like pre-med, like other universities are really known for medical schools. And what I love about ASU is that when I tour here, actually I'm part of Devil's Advocates and I got tour to do like, I was part of like in the tour with Devil's Advo. So it was really exciting to the first time being on campus, being part of ASU. Uh, what gave me the decision of coming to ASU is that the vibes of a big campus, the vibes of a lot of diversity, a lot of Latinos, a lot of like, different types of cultures, not mine culture. So like, I really love how ASU is open-minded, how ASU like welcomes all cultures and all like background, all students with different backgrounds. And what motivated me is that coming to ASU, it was a big change because it's a big campus. It was so overwhelming at first, but I really love how ASU is so opening and welcoming to everyone. Absolutely. Awesome. So you mentioned it, a, a part of your decision was the fact that you were really interested in going down the pre-med track. When did you first kind of discover you had uh, this inkling that medicine is kind of the route you wanted to go down? So I always wanted to be in the pre-med track. I always wanted to be in medical, in the medical field. Actually, my grandma, she was part, she was a manager and secretary in a hospital in Mexico. So I would always participate with my mom and I, like literally in Mexico with all the activities with children that they were open for children, moms in need. Um, there were a lot of resources such as like giving them food, just providing healthcare, free healthcare, because in Mexico, there's not a lot of free healthcare. So that one made, one made it, like motivate me to go to medical uh, school or like being the medicine in the medical field is that just seeing the children with like low needs and need, like need healthcare and need like the support of more like medical students, but also Latinos, especially in my career, there's not a lot, a lot of Latinos community, like a lot of um, medical professions here in the US. So making something a difference is that like, since I was like eight and I saw that, I saw the suffering of children. I saw like a lot of like going on in Mexico, like giving something that would really prepare me myself is that I really wanted to go to med school. I really want to go like, especially right here in the United States being, uh, having the best pre best preparation that I can have so I can provide that healthcare, not even the US working here, but also in Mexico and going back to my roots. That's really one of my goals, like being in the medical field. 
That is incredible. That is incredible. Well, you, you touched on a little bit, but I kind of want to get a little bit of insight into, uh, obviously you're, you're a very motivated person. You're a very passionate person. What is it that motivates you? What motivates me is the way I want to help others. Every morning is my motivation. Literally, it's just cramming stress, being in the pre-meds, not easy. Being a, med- a pre-med, going to med school is not an easy pathway. What motivates me is at the end of the day, I'm just gonna like be a person that's gonna be a resource. It's gonna be someone to, so, so like children, because I wanna be a pediatrician. They feel like really supportive with myself. They feel supportive like by my like kindness. I'm a person that I love honesty. I love to be kind. I love like helping others. So it's something that motivates me each morning, not like only like my hobbies and everything, but it really motivates me that one day I'm gonna be someone that children will look up to and I can help others so like they can fulfill that. Awesome. So one of the things as part of your, your resume that you have going for you right now is you're currently a, a CNA, a certified nurse associate at Phoenix Children. Tell me a little bit about that experience. How did that come to be? And, and what's, what's that like? I really love being a CNA at Phoenix Children's Hospital. I started as a volunteer, actually, when I was in freshman year in high and in, well, in college, sorry, <laughs> in college. <laughs> so I started to be in a volunteer and I really love the vibe. I really love, especially I was in the oncology level. So I got to be a volunteer for inpatient, patient care hours and the oncology level with cancer kids which was really amazing. The first experience is helping out children, playing with them, having the experience on having contact with patients was really, really amazing. So that made me fulfill like, not also like being already in my undergrad, like pursuing my major, but also doing a certification in CNA so I can do my hours. But also especially is that my job there has been incredibly amazing. I really love, especially right now, because I really wanna be a pediatrician specialized in cancer. So right now I'm a CNA in the oncology level. So it was pretty crazy. Literally the first week of my training, I was in training literally in the hospital, first time CNA. I got this case literally an emergency that they needed CNAs and they were off and it was like during the night and I was like, okay, like there's not gonna happen like anything at night or something. And then I got some, one of, one of our kids like stopped breathing. So it was a really emergency go case that they put me like in 101. It was like, you're the CNA, you learn like how to do this. So you're go for it, girl, like go for it. And I got to be helped by other CNAs, not only myself, but it was a pretty cool experience, but not pretty cool, but like pretty, an experience that marked me for life. Literally it has, this happened last year during COVID times, which is like during COVID was really critical right now during those times. And that experience changed me a lot that the passion that I have for medicine to help out kids with like diseases, not especially like general medicine, but also like specialized with kids that have cancer. That made me realize that I really want to do something, do it in it, like do a supportive for parents, also looking for parents that are really, really like the need of children that they need like money, they need funds. So like I have been already her name is Alyssa. She's a really nice girl. She's four years old. And I've been always her supporter since like I started working with um, Freedom Children Hospital last year. I started donating her his and her family money so they can like support the money and stable. Other, other CNAs are also like donating. So the program at, at PCH is that we donated money, like whatever like amounts 
to whatever patient that you want or you're interested in like giving some. So Alyssa has literally has changed my life. I was like, that little girl is that my motivation of finishing my career that has not been difficult. It has been really difficult <laughs> being a pre-med student, but that little girl has made it really, really motivating myself to like overcome everything because there's worse things in life than like just passing a test and like getting a C in a test. I know that's like the worst part for a pre-med student, but I'm like, there's worse cases that made me motivate myself with that situation that I can do more and I can do the best I can. Wow, that's just incredible. And I mean, you touched on it. One of the things I, I really wanted to ask you, and I thought about as you were talking, is just, you know, in the in the field you're in, you see so many things that that can be, you know, so hard to comprehend, so hard to to take in. Um, and one of the things I want to know, just personally, as someone who's an outsider to that, is how how do you process all of that? How do you, in, in the times where there's, you know, you see a lot of struggling things, how do you continue? How do you keep going? What do you tell yourself that kind of motivates you to continue? What I always tell myself is to believe in myself. Don't doubt yourself. Is that, that like one of the number one things like in the medical field that some, there's people that say, no, you're wrong. And I have like got a lot of no's in my life, literally a lot of no's during college being a pre-med student has been a struggle and there's always going to be no's, but never doubt myself. I always say that to myself every morning, believe in myself that I can do this, that I'm not like someone that doesn't know like nothing and stuff, not person that doesn't have backgrounds. I do. And I just try to be the best I can as possible, not for myself, I always think that it's not for myself. It's not like for a career purpose. I always say to help to help children in need, especially because I decided to be a pediatrician. It's not about the money. It's not about like how stressed I am. It's about them, not about me. So I want to believe in myself so I can help them. Because if I don't believe in myself, that's something that they're not going to believe in my in me. So like there's it's something that's like a process that I need to believe in myself and not doubt myself. That's awesome advice for life in general right there. Um, switching gears a little bit. One of the like logistic things that you as is just part of the journey, notoriously a part of the journey of being a pre-med student is the MCAT, is the big test that that, that process and and getting into med school. Um, I know you're, you're currently in the process of studying for the MCAT now, right? Yes, I'm processing it right yeah. now. What's that like? Because I've heard the hours are insane. The, the studying is insane. But, Try, if you can, to put into words what it's like studying for the MCAT. <laughs> so the MCAT, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's a tough test, but it's not impossible. It's possible. It's just like putting the dedication, putting the effort to the MCAT. I know a lot of students that have been stressed, and I have a lot of friends that are in the same situation. But how I see the MCAT is that I try to dedicate, it's just like a lot of like sacrificing social life. It is, <laughs> it is a little bit, but I always think that it's a really important test that's gonna change your life. Literally getting to med school is just like, it's in the same shoes like all pre-med students are right now. Literally during the pandemic, it's really hard, especially right now during COVID times. I was really thinking about like just giving myself a gap year and not like going directly to my undergrad to like med school because I don't know how is it going to be COVID times and I've heard like med school right now it's just like it's really really like crazy right now with online stuff and everything and I really decided I was like why not like just go for it like taking the MCAT and that's been really hard actually I'm not gonna lie it has been a really big challenge dedicating myself like certain hours also having two jobs like 
just giving myself hours just to studying and literally just giving best advice I can give like on that situation is that I give myself two hours a day I don't go like until like four hours at night I literally it doesn't matter I don't have class or exams for other class in my undergrad I'm always studying so it's just something that you're always going to be studying but also like not I would not say sacrificing your life like your social life you can your social life is also really important because that's your mental health too but like one of the things is that dedicating myself to studying like two to four hours a day it's really prominently even on weekends if I like can do something I do it because it's really important just to like keep on myself on track because it's coming up and I'm taking April actually so it's been like really really up and down <laughs> absolutely coming up well best of luck with that we're all rooting for you there um, awesome. Well, it, it's come to the time of the show. The same question I ask everybody, the favorite one of mine, uh, Danielle, you're a passionate person. Clearly we can tell from, from listening to you over the last 15 minutes or so, what is passion to you? The word passion means something that you love, something that you're fulfilling, something that you feel. It's not something like, Oh, I have to do it for like, just because no it's just like something that you feel inside something that makes you wake up every morning that makes you wake up in your mind that you can do this and believe in yourself so that's what passion means my whole life i've been believing that that waking up with a purpose that's what passion means awesome such a good answer always puts a smile on my face motivates me um you know to hear these answers i always tell people after the show and, and i'm going to do this on air this time i re we record these things on a tuesday night and right afterwards, I do all the editing for it. And the reason is because I'm so motivated by listening to people talk. It's It, it works out really, really well. It's just perfect. Uh, but really good answer. And the last thing I have and the last thing I kind of want to hear from you is just, uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there who have an interest in the pre-med route, um, you know, high school, even their first couple of years of college, maybe. What piece or pieces of advice do you have for someone who's thinking about going down the pre-med route, being a couple years into it yourself? I would say is that just don't give up. Don't think that it's impossible. That's some of the number ones I always say that I heard about students like they're in high school right now. It's it's really impossible to be in the pre-med track. It's really hard. I see your science classes and stuff. I was like, no, it's not, it's possible. And the best advice I can give you is believe in yourself because in high school from transitioning to high school to college is really hard. Believing yourself, I know I've been in your shoes, but some things that I really doubt, never doubt yourself and always like believe in yourself, which is really important, especially in the pre-med career, that's crucial. There's going to be moments that you're going to be by your own. You're not going to have professors. You're not going to have like other peers helping you. It's just going to be, it's just going to be something that you believe that's right. And that's what it's going to be right because you're believing yourself and not doubting yourself. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And I think you, you are a great example too of someone that is on the pre-med route that also is able to do other things outside of that. It's able to have a social life is also, I mean, we mentioned in the beginning, you have, you know, um, you're involved in different clubs on campus. You're involved with uh, devil's advos and things like that. Like you have the time to do a lot of those things. I think some people think that that will be everything and you won't be able to do anything else and enjoy life. And, and that's simply not true. Um, and, and you're a case that that shows that. So, uh, Daniela, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and, and I really appreciate hearing, uh, your stories and, and your passion. Um, thank you all for listening to episode number six of the passion podcast. Any final words for us, Daniela? 
Uh, I would say that I love being here. Thank you for inviting me to tell you that. Well, it was an interest of being here talking with other students, other peers. I hope my advice has helped, <laughs> but like it's a pleasure being here with you, Tyler, talking about it. Well, the pleasure is all mine, Danielle. I really appreciate it. Thank you all again for listening. Stay tuned. We have some big announcements coming up in the next few weeks, so stay tuned. And of course, new episodes are coming weekly. Uh, so thanks for listening. This has been episode number six of the Passion Podcast, and we will see you soon.